What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Petty Petty Herbalist Podcast! Podcast. (laughs) Welcome one, welcome all. Yes. It's your girl, Karina, aka Hoodrina, aka Petty Herbalist, number one. (laughs) In Asia, uh, also known as uh, Rebel Nerd, uh, Fermentasia, and... uh, Bitch. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Put some respect on your name. <laughs> Asia, good to be with you again. Ooh, another uh, beautiful evening at Lake Worth. Yes, in North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so nice being here. Um, I don't know if y'all noticed, but I have a little congestion. <laughs> So I'll tell you first what's in my medicine bag. What's in your medicine bag, Lena? <laughs> Listen, Asia really helped me out with my medicine bag today because I had some nettle tea. Mm. I had some OSHA tincture. Mm. I had some peppermint tea to mm. clear out that nasal passage. And I also had St. Saint Jones wort or Hypericum perforatum tincture. Mm. All these things to help me with my allergies. I have seasonal allergies very often, and uh, Asia has me on a strict regimen when I go home (laughs) (laughs) to really work through allergies. Um, I've had seasonal allergies almost my whole life. The only place I really didn't have allergies was in the Dominican Republic. Shout out, shout out. Um, But, uh, Asia's teaching me that you don't have to suffer, so I'm going to be working on my regimen of um, drinking extra nettle infusion on top of um, my other infusions every day, my other of the five infusions Mm. per week, Um, and uh, what else, Asia, should I do or should one do Mm. if they are working through um, seasonal allergies? Mm. Wow. As grandma says, the only allergy <laughs> is an allergy to life. <laughs> Truly. Um, <clears throat> but beyond that, uh, we know that um, allergies are a sign that our immune system is functioning. Mm-hmm. So people with allergies are less likely to have cancer. It's true. Right. And so there's a, a hyperactivity there, a hypervigilance there. Mm. And so I like nice and wonderful tonic anti-inflammatories and especially by way of food Mm. Uh, so i'm really big into omega-3 fatty acids that are found in their natural sources Mm. which include uh, regular consumption of small oily fish Mm. um, and larger fish like salmon and these kind of things help to ease and smooth those inflammatory or urges along with uh, an antioxidant fruit that's mm. high in catechisms mm-hmm. um, you know green tea is rich with catechisms too right. so these nice anti <laughs> you know inflammatory compounds are easy to find in food mm-hmm. um, and then the homies like nettle you know yeah nettle's a real one nettle's the realest yes yes so Thank you, Asia, for that little bit. Yeah. Um, what about you? What's in your medicine bag today? Um, Hedrina's sourdough. <laughs> Ooh. Listen, 
I put my foot into that sourdough, y'all. <laughs> Literally. No, and I'm just thinking a lot about um, the food phobia that I've developed due to diet culture, mm. especially around wheat mm. and my like desire and impulse to associate like the foods I'm consuming with like health issues. Mm. Um, I'm a person who has healed my health issues by changing the foods that I ate. Mm-hmm. Um and the lingering effects of that work, even as my health has been restored, has been to uh, place foods, uh, moralize foods, make foods good or bad or right and wrong. And so I am constantly destabilizing that. Mm. Um, and so eating bread and facing the like, ooh, carbs, I'm, mm. I'm going to get thick, I'm going to get real <laughs> thick. And it's like, ooh, babe, you already thick. Mm-hmm. Ooh, don't you love being thick? It's like Listen, yeah. she got that body yaddy 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 yaddy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like um, really just enjoying the bread made by the hands with the microbes of my beloved was mm-hmm. like, why did it feel like revolution? Like, mm. why did I have to overcome something to enjoy something so sweet and simple and beautiful? Right. And so, like, uh, I think that a big part of my, like, medicine um, is moving back into relationship with food, Mm. irrespective of these norms that I have internalized that leave me fraught Mm. instead of present. Right. Yeah. It's real. Listen, and when your best friend (laughs) spends days, hours making you sourdough bread, homemade, Sourdough bread, einkorn with einkorn flour. Oh, come on! Oh, and um, excuse me, it was a brioche sourdough. Okay, <laughs> some of y'all can't get on my level. No, but yeah. When when your best friend makes you food with love, I mean, of course, it's nourishing to your body. Um, so thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. Yay, we provided each other with medicine. Amen. <laughs> Oh, so speaking of adding things to your diet, oh. <laughs> what are we being petty about today? Ooh, supplements. Yeah, let's be petty about supplements. Let's cause... get real petty about supplements. Ooh, I can't. Mm. I'm tired of people and their obsession with supplements mm. and vitamins mm. and these like super pills and powders powders mm-hmm. that supposedly replace food girl let me tell you so let's get into it uh i'm teaching the permaculture design course in denver <clears throat> and one of my students comes up and asks me about some powder that uh that you you put in a drink and supposedly this powder like replaces seven fruits or vegetables or Ooh. something ridiculous like that And the student's mom asked her if this could replace food. And so the student's like, could that replace food? Uh, And I'm like, uh, when she put the powder in the drink, could you still see through the drink? (laughs) (laughs) Excellent question. Can you see through this apple right here? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, Something's missing. Right. Right. A lot is missing. A lot is missing. Um, and so I, I think about our inculcation in diet culture. Mm. 
Mm. I love that language. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, But one of the predominant narratives, especially like as a person who's a foodie and an Aggie, like permaculture is all this stuff. Like one of the uh, doctrines that we hear often is that the soil is depleted of minerals Mm. and therefore our food is depleted of minerals. And because of that depletion, we have to supplement our diet Mm. with these external extracts in order to have health. Mm. And this is a lie. This is a lie. This is a lie. Um, In the first place, the the notion uh, that our soil is depleted and therefore food is depleted is largely unfounded. Mm. Um, The cultivars of vegetables, especially there's so much research comparing uh, nutrient content of vegetables from like the 1950s to like, now and there's mm-hmm. so many um, issues with research mm-hmm. a the way that minerals and things like that were measured right 70 years ago is not the same way that it's measured today and the cultivars and the place where those vegetables are being grown are totally different not only right. that the breeds themselves mm-hmm. are not the same right mm-hmm. uh, the breeds of food that we have today are being grown for carbohydrates right right and so you get what's called the dilution effect right the vegetables were literally smaller back then and Mm -hmm. so it looked like they had a larger concentration of minerals and nutrients right but if you're measuring nutrient per gram of vegetable of course it's going to be different with the vegetables now right are a lot bigger right right um, and so just the, the research that the soil is depleted is actually um, quite unfounded. And then mm-hmm. when it comes to vitamins, <clears throat> A, D, E, and K are the fat-soluble vitamins, but we have others like vitamin C. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we know that the vitamins produced in a vegetable are not the result of the soil, mm-hmm. but are a result of the environmental conditions as well as the genetics within the plant itself, mm-hmm. right? So on super hot summers with a lot of sunshine, we'll find that our tomatoes are going to have more vitamin A. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Versus a cloudy summer. Right. They're not going to need to produce as much vitamin A. So minerals are one thing and, and vitamins are another. And so um, there's no way to actually compare the vegetables from back then to the vegetables today to make any kind of wild claim about the, the wellness of the soil. Right. Mm-hmm. Also, I think that says a lot about what we, uh, or how we see the earth. Mm-hmm. Like, that all of a sudden the earth is depleted. Mm. That the earth can't regenerate. Right. That we are, we have so much power over the earth. Mm. That, like, our movement, our buildings, um, have so much influence over what the earth does. Yeah. There's so much internalized um, shame about living at the center of this empire. Yeah. <clears throat> so we like to tell these narratives that turn us into the devil. Right. And I think also it, um, I think those studies are only on certain amounts of fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't take into um, consideration other types of vegetables that probably aren't even considered like for instance, dandelion greens. Mm. Is anyone doing research on that? Girl, you know they're not. 
Exactly, because dandelions are seen as weeds. Mm. And not only that, like, I think about the diversity of foods and different kinds of foods and plants that the ancestors were eating 200 years ago, Mm -hmm. right? They were eating all the greens that were growing. So this idea of like cultivated vegetables or cultivated greens, Mm. um, it's a little bit more rare. Indeed, dandelions were brought over by a lot of our European allies um, as a garden herb. Mm. (laughs) They literally like brought it over because it was one of the greens that they ate. And just so you know, like, there is the European dandelion that is here, but there's also the indigenous American dandelion that's here. Mm. So dandelion knows all of us in these lands um, and is a superior green. It's a superb green. Indeed, all of the wild greens have wild levels of nutrients. I'm thinking about lamb's quarters right Mm. now, Mm -hmm. right? Same family as spinach, Right. right? Growing free. Yeah. Side of the road. Exactly. All those pesticides can't do the things. No. <laughs> Dandelions pop out <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, there's no way that we can actually deplete the earth of the nutrition that we need to live. She's exactly. always provided in, in, in a different form. Right. <clears throat> and so, um, irrespective of the form, I also want to really come for supplements themselves. Come on, let's let's like, get into it. Not only is the research that the minerals are depleted on the soil unfounded, yeah, but it's important to understand that that research contributes to a larger narrative that tries to convince you that everything you need isn't already available mm-hmm. and that you need to buy it from some external corporation. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's where it gets dangerous. And that's where it gets dangerous because... Uh, these human beings who are wrecking the environment don't know nothing about healing, mm-hmm. right? When right. you look on one of those ridiculous supplement bottles and you're seeing 100% of folic acid, 100% of this, 100% of that, mm-hmm. when you pick up a fruit or vegetable, do right. you eat, ever see right. <laughs> right. anything that looks so rigid and standardized? Right. Not only, right, are they using wild forms mm-hmm. like of unregulated unregulated oh supplements are so unregulated yeah. and they target like minoritized groups like pregnant people right mm. they try to make you think that if you don't take this prenatal supplement that you're harming your baby right right when actually the supplement itself can cause harm to your kid changing their genetics that will make them more susceptible to the so-called uh, obesity epidemic, right? Oof. There are epigenetic changes that happen to a fetus when a person is feeding their body supplements versus real food, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. If you can eat real food, eat real food. Right. Because we'll be honest, there are some people who just can't take in food, and at the moment, um, supplements will do the trick, but it'll never replace food. You can never replace food. You can never. And and just like practically, I just want to talk about vitamin C. Oof. Because COVID and everybody was taking these fake vitamin C packs. I'm not coming for you. Right. Do what you need to do to live. And it's important to understand that absorptic acid, right, which is the form of vitamin C that's added to supplements. Mm -hmm. Vitamin C is actually a complex family of constituents that have over a hundred different parts Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
absorbic acid is just one out of the hundred parts. Right. And absorbic acid can maybe scavenge one single free radical molecule. Mm. But the complex, right, of vitamin C that you find in an orange or that you find in sauerkraut or that you find in a baked potato or that you find in a dandelion green, right? right? That complex can scavenge thousands Mm -hmm. of free radicals, right? So even if your supplement has a thousand, right, milligrams of micrograms, whatever, (laughs) whatever, of vitamin C, it's not going to do as much as five micrograms of true vitamin C from an actual source. Mm -hmm. So you think that you're getting so much, but it's handicapped. It's not able to fully function because the whole is always going to be greater than the sum of its parts. Always. Always. And we're, we're largely ignoring the way that the body is adaptable. Right. Mm. And so if you don't have phosphorus or if you don't have some nutrient, the body is going to make uh, use of another nutrient that's available. Like our bodies are so strong mm-hmm. and resilient and adaptive. Yeah. Right. And so like you eating the food that's available to you, your body is going to figure out how to get the nourishment that it needs. Right. 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 Yeah. That's so, so true. Supplements are incomplete. Yes. And that's what we want you to get away with or walk away with the fact that like it'll never ever reducing food to its parts will never replace the whole no and the thing that's really upsetting is that supplements can be dangerous because you see a hundred percent a hundred percent a hundred percent and you think you're getting a hundred percent no but it's supplements aren't complete they're not complete. So what that th- does, though, is then you think you can eat all the crazy stuff in the world. You think Ooh. you don't have to eat your vegetables. Because you I took my multivitamin. Right. 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 And it gives you a false sense of completion, literally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you don't think food matters, right? right? You think that you can get it from a pill. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you what's not available in your pill, which is fiber. Mm. Fiber is what feeds right? Your probiotic microbes, your probiotic microbes, those are the beings in your body that are responsible for converting food into minerals, right? right? These are the beings that actually process and that help your body to accept and make available the vitamins and the nutrients, even in your supplements, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So without these microbes, huh? then you can't convert nothing. You're mm-hmm. just eating. You're just making expensive poop and expensive piss. Yeah. Right? Vegetables, because they're rich in fibers, fruits, because they're rich in fibers, mm-hmm. they feed your pre they, they feed your probiotic microbes mm-hmm. as prebiotics. Right. We have to feed our microbes. We, we feed to. us. Yeah. And our microbes eat food. Yes. Right? They do. You ain't got no fiber in them supplements, right? Yeah. And then you're gonna you're gonna put some use of, some all all these like fake fiber compounds and you're right. like, let me all put some the, fiber in my the cellulose gum, yeah. all those <laughs> the things that make up the capsules and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, let me I'm just gonna add that to my smoothie. Yeah, no. No. Your body knows the difference. Your body does know the difference and there are benefits that come from eating the real deal that mm-hmm. are even more than we can count, including the benefit of relationship. 
Mm -hmm. You can't have a relationship with the microorganisms that are producing those fake B vitamins, though, can you? <laughs> you have a relationship to that factory. It's true. Or do you have relationships to the grains that we can grow that have B vitamins in them? Right. Or the processes like fermentation that increase the B vitamins? Right. Huh? And also, some of y'all have to take B12 supplements because some of y'all ain't eating meat. <laughs> so, um, that's another thing we could get into. I know not everyone can eat meat. Um, but, uh, yeah, be aware that even if you have to because you're deficient in eating meat, know that the sources that these vitamins are coming from are not regulated. Mm. Um, and they can come from really dangerous sources. Mm. Um, they can put whatever into supplements. And um, there's this study... Um, that looked into a lot of these supplements, as I always do, I'll add the sources in the show notes. Um, but, uh, yeah, the supplements are way less regulated than, um, than the pharmaceuticals. Mm. And sometimes they contain, um, chemicals that are in pharmaceuticals mm -hmm. and it can be very dangerous. Yes. Even herbal supplements. Especially like, herbal supplements. <sighs> we don't mm. do dried, powdered, encapsulated herbs, and we're definitely not doing that with vitamins and minerals. We can't do that. Um, because, right, like the core of it, though, is like relationship. And here's mm -hmm. the thing about y'all and your mineral depletion. Uh, maybe if you cooked your greens. Oh, come on you would get the minerals out of them. Maybe if you stopped disrespecting your ancestral traditions for this new new, Come on. you wouldn't be so depleted. Yes, cook your greens cook them. for hours. Mm -hmm. Like the white Europeans cooked their greens, like the African-Americans cooked their greens, mm -hmm. like the Asians cooked their... Cook your freaking greens. Please do. Don't, ooh, don't you ever show me collard greens being used in a wrap. I'm going to lose my mind. Asia, I'm tired. I mean... <laughs> I'm not going to mention the grocery stores where they're at, but uh, all the hippies be buying them <laughs> for those lunch wraps, and Ooh, I can't. I'm just like... Even the flavor, just common sense. When you bite into that wrap <laughs> with the collard green on the outside, like, it's chewy it's and, like, like powdery. <laughs> it doesn't feel good. And eating raw kale and salads, Ooh, that chewiness... It doesn't taste good. It doesn't taste good. And that's why people have to mask the flavor. <laughs> and that's probably why they skip chewing. They skip chewing. You skip chewing when the food tastes bad. Right. Right? When you're trying to just get through it because you're trying to grind culture your diet. You think right. that suffering means that it's healthy. Right. Because someone told you that it's healthy. Yeah. But it wasn't your grandma who told you, was mm -mm. it? No, because your grandma cooked the greens. Yeah. All of those greens. All of those greens. And listen... Ooh, the way I made some tasty greens with Ooh. some kale. <sighs> I did. I put that in a crock pot. <laughs> Shout out to crock pot. <laughs> Listen, I put it in the crock pot. I got the mushrooms. Mm. I got the potatoes. Mm. I put chili oil. <laughs> I put mustard. <laughs> I put cumin. Yes. Salt, of course. Of course. 
course. Listen, when I tell you it slapped. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, y'all, cook that kale, I promise you. The the mineral content that I got. Mm. The protein. Mm. Mm. Girl, (sighs) kale, cook your greens. But let me tell you about vitamin A. And one of the reasons why y'all are thirsty and tired and deficient is Mm -hmm. because you're not cooking your vegetables. Mm -hmm. You ain't going to need no supplement if you cook your tomatoes like the ancestors taught us. Mm -hmm. Right? If you cook your carrots. Yes. But if y'all eating all these raw vegetables, your body can't get any of the minerals out, out of them at all. Right. The minerals are bound up in the plant cell walls, and it takes many forms of cooking in order to break those down. That's why all of the animals that eat vegetables have multiple forms of digestive processes, right? right? Ruminants literally eat grass uh, uh, put it into one of their four stomachs to ruminate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why they're called ruminants, mm-hmm. which is a fermentation process, and then they right. throw it up and chew it again. Right, right. They if 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 an animal has to do that to plants that many times, you think <laughs> yo yo omnivorous ass is gonna be able to really get the nutrition out of the uncooked plant? Right, it doesn't. Ooh, someone said, but what if I rub it with oil? <laughs> They said, I rub my kale with oil. Oh, no. I said, it can't permeate. Ooh, you Not and your kale, kale is ashy. <laughs> Y'all both ashy. Like, cook the kale. It's a hearty green, mm-hmm. right? You have enough common sense to see that you need to do something to process it. Right. Fully process it. Fully process it. Right? So I just, I find that, like, the irony that people are eating uncooked vegetables and taking supplements and blaming the earth saying that mm-hmm. she's depleted mm-hmm. no you're depleted right you're depleted in ancestral traditions yeah and you're depleted in mm. come back to the earth come back to your ancestors tradition Ooh, i want to be softer yeah i want to be softer yeah because discernment is hard mm-hmm. and everything and this world is shaped for us to be consumers. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Cooking our vegetables is just one of the technologies that helps us to get the nutrition out of it. Mm-hmm. And it's a technology that we got from our ancestors. Yeah. And my pain of like raw vegetables comes from like the pain of disconnection mm. and a pain of thinking that we know better than our grandparents. Right. That we're smarter, that we that we don't need them anymore, mm. that we don't need their wisdom. And I think that's where my hurt is coming from with yeah. this, like, discussion. Is that, like, disrespecting our elders mm. by by not respecting that at least, at least they didn't know how to cook. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And, and they passed down those traditions to us. Yeah. We what made, an honor. We made collard greens. We sure did. We bought a bunch of collard greens. <laughs> And I, like, was remembering how I saw my elder in Denver, Beverly Grant, do it. Mm. And I was, like, recounting. Oh, and she, yeah, she soaked the greens in the water for hours. They perked them up. And Mm -hmm. Karina and I sat at the table, and we, like, ripped them up the way that I've seen them be ripped up a thousand times. And we, like, uh, fried the pork. Got to put the pork in there, right? Period. Period. But we also needed a bone, so we saved the back of the chicken that we made. Mm-hmm. and added that to the pot right and then we ooh, only used a little bit of water but we allowed those greens to cook yeah for like three hours mm-hmm. 
so nutritious. <laughs> so nutritious. So filling. Like, literally, all we ate was rice and greens, <laughs> and it filled us up. Oh, it was the best. <laughs> food is still nutritious. Food is still nutritious. Mm-hmm. You can still get everything you need from your food. Right. You don't have to supplement nothing but your knowledge of your ancestral ways. Ooh. Say that again for the people in the you back. You ain't got to supplement nothing but your knowledge of your ancestral ways. Yes. They got us. Mm-hmm. We don't need no new new. Okay? We just double down on their wisdom. Yes. And drink our infusions. Yes. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> A couple episodes back if you need it. <laughs> um, Asia, do you got some bougie auntie word of advice for the listeners today? I know that it's it's really hard for us. We feel like the times are changing and everything's rapid and everything's destroyed and we're destroyed and mm. everything makes us feel like there's chaos and panic and that the world is ending and that we have to do all this crazy stuff just to survive. Mm. And mm. we were built for change. Mm. This has happened before. Mm-hmm. Our ancestors, my African ancestors, Karima's African ancestors, mm-hmm. right, have already lived through the apocalypse. Mm. Okay? We know how to survive. Mm-hmm. And our foods have carried us all the way from all the places in Africa to all the places in the New World and the Caribbean. And they are still with us. Our ancestors are still with us. Our yeah. foods <clears throat> are still with us. And they're waiting for us to come home to them. Oh. And I just want to name that we got this. Yes. We don't need their supplements. No. We got our people. We got our plant people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got our mineral people. Yep. We got our micro people. Mm-hmm. Right. We got our farmers who are still growing traditional cultivars of food, right? That mm-hmm. um that aren't huge, that are nutrient dense, mm-hmm. right? So we got our farm people. We got the whole world, like, working and moving to have us be nourished. We don't have to rely on mm-hmm. these factories and these corporations and all this stuff. We don't need them. Yeah, we don't. We have everything that we need. Yeah, we don't need a product all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, What's your word, babe? <laughs> I got a word on my spirit. <laughs> Share that with us. Yeah, so as a bougie auntie... Mm-hmm. I would want to tell y'all out there to at least know how to cook one thing really well. (laughs) Just one thing. Hmm. Even if that one thing is, I cook the greens. Right. Period. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like have that one thing that you could always whip out for a family function, a Friendsgiving, a potluck, something that will not only nourish yourself, but nourish the homies. Mm. It really makes a huge difference to mm. have a home-cooked meal. So, yeah, y'all, get on the internet. Look up your favorite meal. Um, for me, a recipe takes a few times mm-hmm. to get it down. Mm-hmm. But uh, make that one thing yours. Mm. And I promise you, it'll change your life. <laughs> like that brioche changed my life today. Listen! <laughs> and I made a creme anglaise with it because... You know, I'm extra. (laughs) (laughs) 
Aww. <laughs> We're at the end. Mm. Asia, thank you for just your guidance. Um, thank you for taking this time to retreat mm. and um, really get your spirit in order mm. for what you have coming up. Um, y'all support Asia mm. at Bones, Buds, and Botany and go over to Patreon because, listen, Asia got to write a book, okay? <laughs> and books don't come out for free, I'm mm. just saying. So, uh, yeah, get on Patreon.com slash Bones, Buds, and Botany and hit her up. Of course. Yes, and you can always support this podcast at Petty Herbalist mm-hmm. on IG and on Patreon at Petty Herbalist. Um, and with that, we always want to remind you to uh, stay ready. Be petty. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>